Welcome back to Athlete Maestro, guys. The Athlete Development Podcast that helps young athletes break their mental and physical limitations in sports so that they can achieve high performance. I'm your host, Tola Ogunabe, as always, uh, and this is episode 415. Early specialization is not always an advantage. Do everything possible to be prepared and work harder and smarter. He's the greatest Olympian in British sports history. He's a winner of six Olympic gold medals and 11 World Championship gold medals. Today on the show, the great Sir Chris Hoy. I'll forgive you if you haven't heard of Chris Hoy. After all, his sport was track cycling and it was one of the best to ever do it. Quite frankly, the greatest track cyclist ever. With everything in sports, it's always good to have a solid foundation. We say that here so many times on the show. Hoy was a multi-sport athlete. He rode BMX before track cycling and was also part of the Scottish rowing team. To cap it all off, he played rugby in school. You see, a combination of all of this made Chris Hoy a strong and fit athlete. There are many people who said, you know, it looked like uh, all his muscles and his physique were carved out of marble. You know, the way uh, the Greeks literally used to do it. At the age of 14, he joined his first cycling club and nine years later, he won silver at the 1999 UCI Track Cycling World Championships. Even then, it was clear for all to see that he had the talent for the sport. At his first Olympic Games in Sydney, he won a silver medal in the team sprint along with his teammate Craig McLean. Fast forward to the Athens Olympic Games in 2004 where Hoy broke the world and Olympic record in the kilo time trial. It was his first of many Olympic gold medals. After the 2004 games, the kilo time trial was removed from the Olympic program. For any other athlete, it would have been devastating. An event literally that you just won uh, the title, you just broke the world record, you just broke the Olympic record and then they scrap it. But you see, that wasn't the type of athlete that Chris Hoy was. What he did was to improve himself in other disciplines. So literally, he went into other people's discipline and was determined to knock them off their perch. All this hard work paid off when at the 2008 Beijing Olympic Games became the first British athlete for 100 years to claim three gold medals at one games. He won the men's carrying, he won the men's team sprint and also the individual sprint. Between 2008 and 2012, he continued to impress on the world scene but great athletes perform when the ovation is loudest. At the 2004 Olympic Games on home soil in London, he won the gold medal in the team sprint and the carrying to overtake Sir Steve Redgrave to become the most successful British Olympian ever. Over the course of his career, he won 11 World Championships and 6 Olympic titles. He's also the second most decorated Olympic cyclist of all time. For all of his success on the track, he was knighted by the Queen of England, Sir Chris Hoy. Today, he's your mentor, guys, and the three lessons that I want you to learn from the career of Chris Owen. And of course, there are so many lessons that you can learn from these great athletes. But you see, I like to pick out three and just limit it. You see, the purpose of this episode, like I always say, is for you to learn from the best. It's for you to learn from people before you. It's more or less like you doing an internship at a company or at a law firm or at a business venture where you're trying to learn the ropes. Obviously, you could easily go and start it out on your own. You know, make your mistakes. It'll obviously take you longer time to get all of that figured out. But when you do that internship, you see how things are done. You see how the work is. You see how everybody gets along and how those people are making it work. You see, it's same thing with the Monday episodes of the show. You see, these are successful athletes. They've gone to the Olympics. They've been at the World Championships. They've done it all. Uh, they've battled the pressure, the anxiety, fear, 
all of that so we pick out the lessons that you can learn from them whichever one is applicable to you at a particular time you take it and you apply it you know so you learn faster and of course you avoid the mistakes that they would have made now of course you might not have heard of chris Hoy, just like i said but you see there's so many great athletes who have done so many great things in the world of sports and our job here on athlete maestro is to bring them to you to ensure that you are aware of these athletes you know of these athletes and of course you can take these lessons to heart and start applying them to your career first lesson guys that i want you to learn from chris hoy early specialization is not always an advantage now, of course i was listening to an interesting discussion uh, recently about early specialization and non-early specializations you know so uh, you look at the tiger woods model for example this was a guy who uh, from the time that he could walk his father had bought him a golf club and uh, you know literally as a young i think when he was four or five you know he already had a, a golf coach by the age of two he was already on the cover of local magazine you know swinging the golf club his father would always take him to train when he was going to the golf and all of that thing you know then you switch to the other athletes who literally did not start playing their sports until they were probably teenagers and you know, I remember a tweet that a friend uh, sent to me is the host of the 90 and a little extra podcast you know this podcast looks at uh, a business side of sports and some of the other things in sports so uh, if you're interested in that type of thing you can go over there and subscribe to that podcast 90 and a little extra and he sent me a tweet and he said look uh, that pascal siakam who is an nba player for the toronto raptors literally did not hold a basketball he did not start playing basketball until the age of 16 guess what is a world champion in the nba with the toronto raptors how exactly is that possible when the model that you hear the things that you hear people say every single time is that you need to have started this by five you need to have started this by four now of course that's important you know and i'm not going to totally dismiss that and say no you shouldn't focus on that but you see there's certain situations and there's certain sports that you play that you see the multi-discipline that you have across other sports is going to aid your progress and development in those sports now quite frankly for example i know that there are some nfl coaches in the nfl in america who will not take a player a college prospect for example they're not going to take that player if that player was not involved in multiple disciplined sports so if he wasn't playing baseball or he wasn't playing soccer or he wasn't playing basketball and literally all he was doing all he has ever done was to play american football because you see these guys believe or they have the idea that because he's involved in other sports and because those ones have their tactical nature those ones have their technical natures as well you see the ability to understand that and of course switch to the nfl where of course you have a different set of dynamics it is an advantage because it shows the adaptability of the athlete it shows that the athlete can adapt to any situation it shows that the athlete has dealt with so many different facets of sports and of course that comes as an advantage so you as a parent listen to my voice and of course i'm trying to put put together a program uh, where of course going to learn and teach parents that want their children to play sports because everyone always says they want their children to play sports what exactly should you do? What exact steps should you follow? And these are one of the things uh, that we're going to talk about in that program as well. Early specialization versus non-early specialization. You see, it's not every time that you specialize early that it is an advantage. And of course, you're seeing this clearly with Chris Hoy. This is a guy who played BMX. He played he, he played rugby. He was part of the Scottish rowing team before he now went into track. So literally, about the age of 14, that's when he really started track cycling. But you see, before you can play rugby, you have to be big, you have to be fit. Before you can row, your arms literally have to be strong. Your core has to be strong as well. Same thing if you're going to do BMX because BMX is fast, rough terrain and all of that. You know, there are so many compositions of skills that you must put together to succeed in those sports. So when you bring all of that together to the discipline that you want to currently play, 
Then, of course, you see the advantages that you have. And, of course, you've seen so many other players. I was listening uh, that Steve Nash, who, of course, was a legendary NBA player, played for the Phoenix Songs, played for the uh, Los Angeles Lakers as well. This is a guy who was a footballer growing up before making this switch to basketball. Now, of course, that experience playing football is going to bring all of that together to ensure that he succeeds in basketball. And, of course, he did succeed. Guys, early specialization is not always an advantage now this one is for the parents and of course uh, for the young artists as well so you might be listening to my voice now you're 13 you're 14 uh, and you're thinking that oh because i haven't played this sport since i was three or because i haven't played this sport since i was four then it's not going to work out for me it's not going to uh, be the best decision that i can make in terms of uh, trying to go down that path trying to go down that line guys no way Early specialization is not always an advantage. It's good because, of course, you have years under your belt of playing that sport, of doing it, of understanding the terrain, understanding everything that it takes. But guess what? It is not always an advantage. You see, the fact that you specialize in so many other sports, in so many other things, you see, when you bring all of that together, when you put all of that together, it can actually be more of an advantage if only you had been focusing on Wolves. But, of course, we saw what happened to Tiger Woods. Now, of course, you know, that's an isolated incident. Well, of course, at some point, he broke down because... Look, this is a guy from the age of two had been doing this, you know, uh, world renowned, the savior of God sent, all of that, you know, it got to a point where everything just collapsed uh, because of the pressure that he was under and the need uh, to find a way to dispel some of that pressure. First lesson, guys, from Sir Chris Hoy. Early specialization is not always an advantage. Second lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from him is do everything possible to be prepared. Do everything possible to be prepared now i posted something on my instagram handle of course you haven't followed me i strongly advise that you do so at tola Oglen, where um, bianca andrescu who is the reigning u.s open champion you know she was being interviewed about you know a meteoric rise at last year's u.s open this was someone who didn't even make it to the event she lost out in the qualifying rounds you know she comes this year and literally <laughs> she's the u.s open champion i said look the greatest gift that you can give yourself as an athlete is to be as prepared as possible is to be as prepared as you possibly can i see this is one of the advices that i always give to athletes you see we always tend or you always want to prepare for only the good okay what happens if i win okay what happens if this is successful what happens if this works out fine what happens if you know things go a certain direction but you see we're not going through that 360 degree angle in terms of preparing every single way now chris hoy was interviewed and he was asked about you know sports psychology you know and seeing a sports psychologist and what his approach was mentally to the game uh, in terms of track cycling and his attempt to be the best and he says hey look what i always wanted to do what i always thought possible was that look if i do everything i can to be prepared you know when i am starting out in that race when i'm on the starting blocks when i'm preparing for that race you see as long as i have it in the back of my mind that look i have done everything possible to be prepared for this race i've done everything possible like literally everything i could do you see i'm going to go out there and i'm not going to feel any pressure on this point he says i wanted to be as prepared as possible i wanted to take every box that i could to get to the starting block knowing that there was nothing more i could possibly do and this is the advice guys you see whatever sport it is that you play whatever event it is that you are involved in you see you must do everything possible you can to be prepared such that when you get to the starting blocks when you get to the pitch when you get to the court when you get to the track you see if you're looking back if you're thinking you're going to know that hey look man in preparation to this I gave every single thing. I ticked every single box. Guess what? You're not going to be anxious. You're not going to be worried because you know that you have done everything possible. Now, when we're looking at the episodes of Maurice Green and some of the other athletes, you know, we talked about this intimidating factor about when you get to the track and you see what other athletes are doing and how 
kind of intimidating they're trying to be and things like that and how the tendency is for you to then begin to think that oh did i do everything to be prepared because this guy looks like he has done everything to be prepared this guy looks like you know he's in supreme form he's in supreme shape like uh, literally nobody can touch him nothing can be missing and all of that you see you only have that type of thought process if you haven't ticked every box if you haven't given a hundred percent so when you're on the track you're literally in your mind instead of you to be focusing on execution for the race instead of you to be focusing on what you're going to do to ensure that you succeed in that race what you're thinking about is wow i didn't do this i didn't focus on my diet this day i, I didn't take this box I, I didn't try this you see all of those are distractions and if you are distracted while you are there on the track on the starting block on the court the match is about to begin guess what that is not the focus that you want to have and of course because you're distracted you're not going to perform your best in that race and that's exactly what chris hoy did said look I-, I needed to get to the starting block and i needed to know that i ticked every single box so guess what my focus was lasered and i was sure that nothing was going to distract me and that was the thing that he did that led him to be in the greatest track cyclist ever. He ensured that every single tournament was going for every single race. He was as prepared as he could be. So the question I have for you guys today, and as you approach your week, uh, because this is well, we're in November, if you are in November already, as time you're listening to my voice, you know, the year is literally gone. My question I have for you is this. Are you doing everything you can every single time to be as prepared as you can? Are you leaving no stone unturned to ensure that you are as prepared as you can? Because I see so many young athletes that, you know, you're advising to do certain things. They, because they think it's unimportant, they're going to leave it aside. They don't think that, okay, look, let me even take this box. I might not need it, but let me take the box and ensure that, okay, that is under my preparation belt. If I need it, fine, I pull it out of my arsenal and then I use it. If I don't need it, nothing is really lost because I literally was as prepared as I could possibly be. It's number two lesson from Sir Chris Hoy. Do everything possible to be prepared. Do everything possible to be prepared. And final lesson, guys, is work harder and smarter. Work harder and smarter. Now, on Friday uh, episode of the show, we're going to talk about a quote which kind of relates to this. And, of course, the idea that so many young artists have that, look, as long as I'm working hard, then it means that I'm making progress. It means that I'm doing the best. But guess what, guys? Working hard is not the same thing as working smart. And, of course, if you want to be successful as an athlete on this journey, you have to find a combination of both to ensure that you're making progress. Now, on this point, Chris Hoy says, you have to work at things and push. But at the same time, if you don't change what you're doing, learn and adapt, you won't improve. It's about working smarter as well as working harder. It's about working smarter as well as working harder. And what was one of the things that Chris Hoy used to do to ensure that he was working smarter as an athlete? You see, this was a guy that while he was racing BMX, and of course, when he made the switch to tracks like him, you know, when he was watching his competitors race, you know, and he was seeing certain things that they were doing, certain training techniques that they were uh, adopting in those races, you see, he was able to immediately spot it and was able to, at the end of the tournament or at the end of the race or whichever one it is, he was able to relate it to his own preparation and saying, okay, look, how exactly am I working? How exactly am I training? How exactly am I putting these things together? Uh, because it's going to ensure that at some point, uh, maybe I'm missing out on certain things and he's going to try to adapt their training methods to his own technique-wise and tactics wise you know to ensure that look okay it's not just about me being 10 hours on the track it's not about me spending a whole day on the track no how smart can i train how can i infuse what other people are doing into my own training sessions to ensure that i am faster to ensure that i am better you know so literally it's more or less like boring from what the other athletes were doing from what his competitors were doing trying to infuse it into his own training and seeing if that will work 
in terms of making him a faster athlete so guys it's not just about working harder you know in terms of the hours and being and bragging about the hours that you put into your sport no it's always about also working smarter so don't go out there and say look i'm saying don't work hard no of course not <laughs> hard work is part of the deal in terms of being an athlete but you see you also have to work smarter chris hoy also says i was advised to have a strategy have some sort of pathway to follow that would lead you there you won't be looking at that big goal which is far off from where you are all you have to think about is the next stepping stone now guys you see in terms of working smart the strategy aspect is also there so when you're working hard yes but you see you also have to be smart with your training i see part of being that smart with your training is infusing a strategy so what pathway are you following and of course one of the first pathways that i talk about is in terms of you setting goals you see if you're not setting goals as an athlete you're making a mistake head over to alimaster.com forward slash blueprint to get your hands on goal setting mastery which is my blueprint on teaching young athletes how to set proper goals the right goals that they must be setting to ensure that at least that first step is sorted that first step is out of the way sir chris hoy three lessons guys that i want you to learn from him early specialization is not always an advantage do everything possible to be prepared and work harder and smarter so it's not just about the hours that you're spending you know and the time that you're putting in are you working smart what are the smart things that you're doing because if you just go around and say that look i'm spending hours 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 in my sport <laughs> that is it's more or less like you just beating a nail on the head when the nail of course has entered into the wood if you don't find out whether or not it's actually done the job that you sent it there to do you're just wasting your time so you can spend 10 hours hitting that hammer on the nail but guess what it's not going to make any difference if you have to pull the nail out to ensure that it's properly aligned to get what you want to get done now always remember what chris soy also says i wanted to be as prepared as possible i wanted to take every box that i could to get to the starting blocks knowing that there was nothing more I could possibly do to get to the starting blocks you know that there was nothing more that i could possibly do so i want you at the start of a competition or a match or whichever one it is you're preparing for to go in there and know that look there's nothing more i could possibly have done i've given it my best i've done everything that i could i've worked hard i've worked smart and of course i'm sure that this victory is mine athlete master guys episode 415 sir chris hoy head over to the website guys athletemaestro.com check out all the free resources that we have for you there and of course you're going to see quickly that you see all of this is geared to helping you work smart to ensure that you're just not putting in the hard work for nothing and that you're going to see the results that you deserve. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do so. And of course, leave us a rating and review. What your rating and review does is that it helps the podcast grow. It helps more young athletes find the podcast and know that it's a resource they can use as they continually chase their goals in sports. If you don't know how to leave that rating and review or you don't know how to subscribe, head over to athletemaster.com forward slash subscribe. athletemaster.com forward slash subscribe. I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show. Remember, knowing... It's not enough you must apply. Willing is not enough you must do. I want you to go out there, learn all the lessons you can from Sir Chris Hoy. I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.